Hey everyone, Adam here with the Shooter's Touch. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When Brian and I were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we had tons of questions. How do we record an episode? How do we get my show into all the apps like Spotify, Apple Podcast, where all of our listeners can listen to it? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is actually pretty simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free, and it is honestly ridiculously easy to use. Now, Anchor can match you with your great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast immediately. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading all of this stuff to you. So, when Brian and I started this podcast venture, one of our huge issues was we both have families, multiple kids, day jobs, multiple jobs sometimes. How are we going to get in the same spot at the same time to do this podcast on a regular basis? Anchor does that. No need to be in the same spot. It's essentially a phone call to one another and you're recording a podcast. So if you always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, you need to go to anchor.fm backslash start to join me and Shooter's Touch and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm backslash start. I can't wait to hear from you and to listen to your podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Shooter's Touch podcast. I'm Adam Beat here with my co-host Brian Claude and we are going to dive right into you and I and Drake, the week that was, and a preview of this weekend here. Um, and Brian, you and I, uh, you know, with uh, with a slow start and you know, somewhat average season going right now, has a uh, has a couple of wins in a row. Uh, got their record up to eight and ten here last week with a a big win against Indiana State. Um, and you know, the the main main I guess you know kind of storyline here for the Panthers that game was was uh, Spencer Haldeman having twenty one, going four for eight from the three point line. Uh, while the, while the rest of the team was two for fifteen, and something that might be might be getting kind of overlooked in my opinion is the fact that they they played probably the last nine or ten minutes with AJ Green on the bench. Um, one reason was because Spencer Haldeman was having such a good game that you know he was running the point and they were running you know a lot of a, a lot of their sets for that point guard spot. Um, and so Green Green only ended up with seven points. You know very similar to what we talk about with Iowa and, you know, Tyler Cook being out, it's good to see, in my opinion, the the Panthers getting a win and, you know, playing well without one of their main scorers and one of potentially their best player on the bench as well. Um, and, you know, Taiwan Pifford had another, had another good game, you know, slowly making those, uh, you know, slowly making those kind of steps to improvement um, after that injury to start the year. Uh, he had he had eight rebounds. Didn't necessarily um, you know play the play the best on the defensive end. Still kind of looks a little lost every once in a while. But uh, he he did have over ten points now. Um, I believe for the first time this year. And like I mentioned, eight rebounds. Um, One I guess, I guess as far as an overall team aspect, I noticed that you know while the while the Panthers did end up winning the game, they uh, were constantly being um, you know challenged by that Indiana State basketball team. They were, you and I was up 10. All of a sudden I look at the score and Indiana State's up two. Um, and that happened multiple times. I think that it was, in my opinion, it was good to see that uh, you and I fighting them off, you know, a, 
a couple times and then in, in the end getting that big win. So, um, you know, they had a, had a, had a big week and now they go to Valparaiso to try to make it three in a row here and get their record closer to 500. Yeah. Um, I w- watched, got to see most of the second half of that game and, you know, going through and, um, obviously not watching and digging in quite as deep as you, you're able to, but, um, I was, I was impressed with Pickford. Um, I know I coming back from injury, but just the, the sheer athleticism that he has, um, and was able to make some plays, you know, definitely down the stretch, made some free throws and got himself in position to get fouled, um, was, was big for that team. Um, I was, we haven't even had a chance to talk about it. I was actually going to ask you, what do you, what do you think if, uh, AJ Green is going to wear the shirt underneath the jersey again or not? You know, I have never been a big fan of that. Um, and obviously he didn't have a good game. So I'm hoping, uh, hoping this afternoon we see, or we do not see a, see a t-shirt under the jersey. I, I, I think unless you're Jeff Boshi, I'm thinking maybe the shirt needs <laughs> to go. You're way back now. Yeah. yeah. And I know I've, I'm trying to remember, but I believe AJ Ward in high school quite a bit too, but um yeah, that was just one of the things when I turned on. I knew he was struggled with fouls a little bit and just didn't seem yeah. to get in the rhythm. But uh, that you know, that was just my first observation. I'm like, gotta be the shirt. Get rid of the shirt. Yeah, yeah. You know, we can move forward here and, and keep things going along. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that too, because I because uh, AJ, if if you're listening, you know, not the best look in my opinion, and I don't think he had the best game. So let's let's lose the t-shirt, buddy. <laughs> yep. um, Good. What, one more, th- one more thing I failed to mention here, Brian, too, is uh, Luke McDonald um, led you and I in assists that game. They were running a lot of a lot of sets through him. Uh, he he threw a number of two or three nice nice backdoor passes. So um, you know, always always kind of fun and kind of cool to see a big man leading leading the team in assists. You know, I watched him the last couple games, specifically against Drake um, last weekend. And you mentioned you brought it up as far as what he did defensively against McGlynn and stuff. But he makes a lot of those plays that obviously with the assists they're going to get in the scorebook, but a lot of plays in which that go unnoticed. And so, you know, I've I've been impressed with that kid. I think he makes plays. He gets himself in position. Um, And so, yeah, it's it's good to see him um be able to have some sets and stuff run through him because he seems to be an intelligent basketball player and, and just makes basketball plays uh which, yeah. which goes a long ways especially you know understanding your roles and you mentioned it too as as that panther team continues to move forward and we talked about it on one of our first podcasts but you know that's that's a staple of a coach jake team and that they're going to continue to get better they're going to continue to learn what it is that he wants and what the expectation and how the process works and and i think you're seeing that and so i really hope that the the Panthers are able to continue to build on that and continue to have some success here as they move through the Valley. Absolutely. And, you know, they uh, um, do have a little bit of wins, a little win streak here. And so hopefully they can continue to, uh, to build on that here this Saturday. But uh, um, the Drake Bulldogs had another big win uh, on, on the road against a Bradley team who, um, you know, hasn't, hasn't had the best start to conference play, but, you know, we, we, we say it all the time, a road win in conference is never a bad win. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, we sounded again, like a broken record, but it's things with the Bulldogs that we keep saying is, you know, that coaching staff, those kids, they come out and they're ready to go um, from the opening horn, whatever, for whatever reason, um, those kids are, are ready to go. And they've been that way win win or loss. Um, and no different the other night against Bradley, they ended up coming out and, uh, and holding Bradley to 15% shooting in the first half, um, 
which is just which is just crazy. I mean, obviously you can't incredible. credit that all on the defense. Um, but I would I'd be hard pressed to tell me that they would they couldn't shoot a higher percentage, um, you know, with nobody guarding them. And so that got to credit the Bulldogs to some degree as well. Um, and it, you know, overall, I think the biggest difference maybe with that win the other night for the Bulldogs is just a balanced, um, you know, balanced could balance from everybody as you look at it. Uh, you know, Tremel Murphy had 11 and 11, McGlynn added 19 and 11. Ellington 15, DJ had 10. And so, I mean, you're just getting balanced scoring from your starters. Uh, a little bit more coming off the bench. Anthony Murphy played a few more minutes um, and was able to, you know, make his mark on the game as well, adding five points and four rebounds. And so, and he, even Robbins got in and, and, and made some plays for him. But like I said, it, it, was, it was a defensive effort for them, um, you know, and going again on the road in the Valley against a Bradley team that, you know, I think we're all kind of wondering and scratching our heads uh, what's going on with this team. Just because they were picked towards the upper part of the valley and still looking for that first win. Um, you know, they do have some talent, but watching the game the other night, I think it, it, it's just kind of becoming just a mental thing, just a, a, a lack of confidence. And, um, you know, they showed that in the first half with their shooting percentage because it wasn't that they um, weren't getting any shots. It was just that they were just not able to convert on anything. And, you know, and they did better in the second half. And, you know, credit the Bulldogs for making plays when they needed to down the stretch and, and being able to hold them off and, you know, go on the road and, and, and get another great win for the for the Drake Bulldogs. Yeah, and, you know, I guess, first of all, one thing you mentioned was the balance here. I'm looking at the box score going down points and it's 19, 11, it's 10, it's 15. And then Noah Thomas is the starter who, who, um, who only had two points, but he also had um, Noah Thomas had six assists in that game. So, so you're right. That's a coaching staff has to like that, um, you know, moving, moving ahead in the conference play. That's, that, that's going to be huge. I think, you know, anytime you can have a balanced scoring attack like that, where anybody can score X amount of points per night, you know, it's always harder to stop those kind of offenses. Um, and, you know, Nick McGlynn, you know, we mentioned it. Uh, we've talked about him a couple of times, 19-11, another big game. Um, he's he's their workhorse, you know. I think um, I saw saw an article about about him and, you know, his, his attitude towards the game. And it really, you know, really resonates. You know, I think that those types of players are great leaders of basketball teams because they're not just a rah-rah kind of guy. You know, they're – I go out here and I do it. You know, I, I'm just not all talking about it, but um, yeah, the, you know, you mentioned, you mentioned Bradley and how big of a surprise they've been this year. Um, <clears throat> I, I think scoring for them has been an issue the entire year. Um, however, you know, anytime you hold somebody, hold somebody to 15 points in the first half, that's a, uh, that's, that's gotta be looked at at least a little bit on the defensive end too. Um, and so a good, a good overall win for the Bulldogs here. Um, and they have coming up here, a tough Missouri state team, uh, tomorrow afternoon at the nap center. So it doesn't get any easier as we've talked about, uh, in the Missouri Valley, but, uh, you know, a Drake team that's, that's on somewhat of a roll here. Yeah, no, I'll be anxious to see how things come out, uh, tomorrow with that game. You know, Missouri state's one of those teams that, you know, that has the talent. They've basically, you know, looking back through a little bit of their schedule, they've won the games they're supposed to win and they've lost the games that, you know, on paper they're probably supposed to lose. And so as you're looking at them, I think they're right towards the middle of the valley as well. And so it'll be a good matchup for yep. the Bulldogs. And, you know, the Bulldogs, um, other than that Loyola game, have really defended home court really well. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited to see 
you know, what they're able to do tomorrow. And uh, like you said, hopefully continue to keep that balance scoring. You know, Tremble Murphy, he's one that if you were able to see the game, he, he finally was able to shed the, shed the elbow brace. And so hopefully, uh, you know, him moving forward with that can be able to contribute a little bit more and, and feel more comfortable out there. Um, you know, and as we continue to give that coaching staff credit, I think those guys will come ready to go on what sounds like it's going to be a, a frigid – frigid day here in the in central iowa but uh i believe it's dollar dogs and all the fun promotions i think they have a five dollar ticket promotion going on as well so hopefully people are able to get out there and pack, pack that nap center and, and enjoy a good a good basketball game yeah you know good uh <clears throat> good weather to be in a to be in a gym watching a basketball game that's for sure and then yeah and then you had dollar dollar dogs on top of it what what can what's better than that well, and, and the only are- basketball arena in the state that serves beer. I mean, we're they're definitely on to something there. Or at the yes. I guess I'll see you there, huh? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, Brian, uh, it was fun again. We appreciate, as usual, everybody listening to us. Um, and, you know, reach out to us on, on Twitter or Facebook. You know, we'd love to hear from you. What do you want us to talk about? Um, what do you agree with what we said and something you don't agree with? That's fine, too. We love conversation, love engagement with our audience here. So uh, have a good weekend, everybody, and be safe, stay warm. We will talk to you soon.